Married with Channels, Smooth and I'm Jody. We're married and we watch TV shows and we do a little podcast about it. That's right. Go check out our Mandalorian episode, uh, season two, episode two. That is up there waiting for you now. If you haven't already downloaded it, please subscribe and give us a good rating. And thanks to Honey, our sponsor. Yay, we got a sponsor. Go to joinhoney.com and uh, get you some honey. And save, save some money. money. And save money. Yeah. Hello. Money. Today, uh, I don't think this will be a huge long episode. Sure. But uh, we have a kind of a reverence for it, so we need to touch on Fargo, episode eight. Yep. Uh, this was a big one. This is, I don't know if this is penultimate stuff, which they say penultimate episodes, which is the second to last episode of the season. That's when, like, the big shit happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Sure. Starting uh, right off the bat with the uh, uh, the uh, Orietta Mayflower. Yes. And Josto having a little romp. Yes. Didn't really expect him to be like, I love you. Yeah. I think I love you. They're she's sharing like, things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that got, uh, they're into the kink. So uh, respect to each their own. But you shouldn't be surprised, right, that Orietta's into that? No, I'm not surprised by that. She uh, also wasn't too happy that he's getting married. Weirdly jealous, like... Yeah, I don't you know, know what's like, up with her. Yeah, she doesn't want him to love her, but she doesn't. She's like, "Are you for real?" <laughs> like, yeah, she's. And he's like, "No, don't worry. It's you know, sort of this arrangement thing. You know, kind of an arranged marriage for business." And he said it shouldn't interfere with what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. She's kind of hot and cold with the right. commitment thing. She seemed a little. Uh, bothered by the fact that he's getting married but at the same time when he says i love you she's like she booted him yeah she almost gets like pissed off yeah not like no she's like really mad yeah yeah she gets mad she doesn't get like the normal reaction to that is um um i know but honestly it's not surprising because if you're a chick and you're you know sleeping with somebody and you, they tell you they're getting married, but we're still going to be doing this sleeping together thing. I don't know. I can see where she'd get mad about that. And like, don't tell me you love me when you're getting married to somebody else. Okay. Uh, all right. That makes sense. Yeah. Woman points. Yeah. I get your woman points. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, so they're doing their kink thing. And uh, it's she- interesting. It's interesting. She makes the phone call to check in on Dr. Harvard. While he's like in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. And finds out he's not dead. He's actually recovering, doing well. And they've shipped him off to a a hospital that specializes in poison. Yes. So her ass is grass. Yeah. She's really sweating that. There was a moment, we'll get to it. Yeah. There was a moment later in the episode at the train station. I thought I saw her. Oh, really? But I'm pretty sure it wasn't her because they never really made it clear that that was her. It was almost like a, just an extra who kind of looked like her. Yeah, who huh. kind of had the same bags that she was packing. Huh. But that was, uh, that's probably nothing. Oh, it could be, though. You might have found a little Easter egg there. Maybe, maybe in another, in a future episode, they'll reveal that. I don't know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so they're doing their little kink thing. Yeah. He gets back to the bar and, uh, I can't remember the fat brother's Gaetano. name. Gaetano. Right? Gaetano? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just has blood in his eyes looking for revenge and by all accounts he's gonna kill his brother yeah he beats the crap out of him 
beats the snot out of him yeah. and knocks him out. And when Josta wakes up, well, everything's better. Yeah. They and united. Like, he's like, I get it. You're the strategy and I'm the muscle, you know? Like, they're yeah. going to make this dynamic duo work somehow, some way. Which I think, yeah. <laughs> I think was kind of a... It just seemed like a shorthand. I felt it like... It seemed like a cheat. It wasn't true to the character. Well, I just really. thought it was just kind of like... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like lazy writing. Yeah. Because he just realized that yeah. after he knocked out his brother and had a couple more drinks. Yeah. Then he, then he realizes it? Yeah, I don't know. You think he would have... I mean, if we'd seen glimpses of Gaetano... Gaetano. Gaetano. If we've seen glimpses of him throughout the season, kind of like, huh, maybe that is a good idea. Here and there, or little tidbits like that. that Like, it didn't build up to that. It's just like, he hates his brother. He he wants his brother Josto dead. Well, they had opposite philosophies on how to handle things, too. Yeah, but I I know, but that that jibes. But Mm -hmm. he beats the snot out of his brother, beats up Josto, Mm -hmm. and... Then they make up. And then after yeah. a half hour or however long he's out, he's had a change of heart. He's seen the light all yeah. of a sudden. That just didn't really make sense to me. Sure. But, um, yeah, the, uh, <clears throat> the rest of the episode was good. Yeah. I uh, mean. Um, parts. Hmm? Yeah, some of it was good. You didn't like the train stuff, the train station? Eh. It's it, okay. It, it reminded me a lot of The Untouchables. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yep. a pretty famous scene in that movie there with yeah. the baby carriage. No baby carriage in this one. Sure. Um, I did not see Otis's deception coming. No, I didn't see that coming either. Um, the Timothy Oliphant character essentially trusted him and thought he'd turn the corner. Yeah. Otis, that is. Yeah. And saw the error of his ways and come to the light. To to do to, do to right be thing. on the right side of the badge, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and but Otis apparently the whole time was gonna ice him. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess I guess you can do that in the in in a midst of a massive shootout. You can just blame. Oh no, I made him a he huge mistake, a, or he took a bullet from somebody else, or somebody else. Yeah, yeah. but uh, did not see that coming. Yeah, but when he was walking up, Otis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't think of Timothy Oliphant's character. Deffy. De- Deffy, yeah. When he had the girls cornered by himself and yeah. he was saying like, oh, you know, Otis, come here, help, help me out, drop your gun. You know, it just seemed like, okay, this is too easy. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Sure. Here. So, and he yep. ends up shooting Deffy. Yep. Killing him. Yep. And Which is kind of sad because... I was kind of rooting for Otis, and you know, there was moments earlier in the season where he was kind of a, a dick, like especially when they stormed into Lloyd Cannon's, you know, hangout, hideout, HQ, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. He was being kind of a dick, but then you hear the backstory, you know, the wife getting raped and murdered, him suffering through that, and sure, you know, the uh, obviously OCD going on with him, and um, you know felt bad for him but now it's like oh he's just a bad dude who just happens to have a you know a very empathetic flaw or maybe he knows what the mobsters can do he's been around and immersed in that world and maybe that fear is bigger than 
doing the right thing for a U.S. Marshal that he doesn't really know, you know? Right, and who, when he first hung around, was supremely annoyed by. Yep. Yeah, you know, and he just got the phone with Lloyd Cannon when uh, uh, Deffy asked him who he's on the phone with right before they were about to hit the streets. And uh, who knows what that phone call consisted of. It could have been Lloyd Cannon saying, look, you need to ice that bitch because, you know, your shit's going to get turned upside down if you don't. Sure. But uh, big shootout in a train station. And it was uh, it was it was good. I was I was kind of surprised at all the carnage. I, 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 I somebody doesn't know how to shoot a gun. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's the cops in that thing yeah. or if those the the girls there the ladies sure they uh were opening up some a can of whoop ass on just about anything that moved yeah. apparently yeah because i would think most people in that situation would drop down on the floor to avoid uh gunfire i mean you would think so some would run though it, yeah it'd be probably mass hysteria panic sure know? yeah hopefully nobody yeah ever has to deal with that sort of thing that's right um fargo episode eight season four yeah Trying to think what else okay so i got a couple things to add yeah. uh orietta oh, found yeah. the notebook she's home she's home scurrying to pack to skip town i assume and she goes to her closet of treasure troves that she's stolen from her dead patients that mysteriously died yes and she finds ethel rita's Notebook, bum, which bum, bum. has her handwriting, bum, bum, which she compares bum. to the letter that she bum, found bum, bum. in Doctor Harvard's desk. Doctor Harvard, I know, right? <laughs> doesn't that sound funny. like a doesn't that sound like a Marvel superhero? Kind of. Uh, Doctor yeah, Harvard saving like, the planet from scoliosis. <laughs> like, think of the most generic doctor name you can. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. I'm Doctor Yale. <laughs> Yep, so how, I don't know, you know, then she creepily kind of stalked her out the window, like kind yeah. of stared her down through the window. And it kind of makes you, kind of makes you wonder if she already tried like the Epicac. Yeah. Which I don't know why she did that other than just to be a bitch. I don't know why she did that bitch. either. Yeah. Just to, I don't know. Be a little, you know, fly in the ointment, Malicious. so to speak. I don't know. So, but the way she was looking at her through the window, it almost appeared that, um, like she was going to physically harm her. Yeah. Like it's not going to be a, you know, I'm going to put some poison in your Kool-Aid. No, I think she's going to take her wrath out on yeah. this person who is making her life come crashing down. You yeah. Know? I, I pictured her trying to push her in front of the bus that kind of stops in front of their house. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, hopefully not. But yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But that's going to go down bad. Somehow, some way. Yeah. I still think Orietta's going to kill Josto somehow. Yeah. And Orietta's going to... I think Ethel Rita's going to be one of the lone survivors in the end. Huh. She'll get to walk away and still go kill people in the hospitals. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I said Ethel Rita. Oh, Ethel Rita, the daughter. I'm sorry. I, I thought you said Orietta. My nah. bad. Sorry. I think she's going to die. Okay. Uh, um... Oh, I had another thing I was going to bring up, too. Were you done talking about that subject? No, go ahead. The next, on to the next part. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was, and you and I kind of briefly talked about this 
on our own, but I thought it was weird that Loy's wife came to the funeral home to talk to them about her son's service. Like, well, I was confused why, because she came in and said, I'm here to see my son. In my head, I thought she's talking about Satchel. Yeah. Like, he's there already. The right. body's supposed to be there. And then the mom, Ethelita's mom, is kind of like going along with him. Like, wait, did I miss something? Did they find the body? Yeah. Is Satchel actually dead? Right. But, and then it was revealed when Ethelita's in her room, they were yeah. talking about the other son. They're hiding out the oldest one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you thought it was weird she came to her looking to, for them to well, do the no, service? Well, no, I got it. I got that she was coming to see her son, but then she did say, you know, like, I can't help you. I'm, You know, and then she did say, I was wondering if you would handle the service mm-hmm. for for her youngest son. But you're right. They haven't even found him. And like, you know, <laughs> what? Yeah. It, I thought that was a little odd. Well, I think they were trying to do a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A little, uh, I see you motioning, but I don't know what the <laughs> words you want. <laughs> a little, uh, pick, you know, when you like put something out and you expect it to be that. Yeah. But then they change it. Okay. All right. Words. They're Words. Hard. They're hard. <laughs> they're trying to do a little bit of that. Okay. Like uh, a whole switcheroo. Is. Yeah, kind of like that. Like, I don't know what word you're looking well, for. Well, <laughs> it's like they're trying to fool you. Like, they're trying to make you think, Yeah. she's there because Satchel's dead and the body's there. Sure. That's, I want to see my son. Yeah. Um, but then it's revealed, oh, no. It's oh, the other it's, son. It's the older son, the him. jazz playing sure. son. Who apparently likes him some Ethelita and her yeah. record collection. Yeah. Mm. Forbidden love. Mm. Secret love. Well, and once again, parenting tip. The more you tell a kid she can't do something, know, right? the more she wants to do that thing. Yeah, because her mom was like, yeah, nothing's yeah. going gonna, to gonna come out of that. You boy. stay away from that boy. So, of course, she's like. Oh, must intriguing. pursue boy. <laughs> must flirt with that boy now. Ooh. Yeah, that maybe she'll be playing with fire there a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I also, for some reason, you know, she's been kind of portrayed. Uh, Loy's wife. I'm. I don't know her name. I'm sorry. But uh, I don't know her name either. Um, she's been kind of portrayed as just kind of the the lady on the sidelines. But it seems like she knows more about things than what you originally maybe thought. Well, it's interesting. Uh, what was it three episodes ago when she was kind of giving Loy the business? Yeah. And he kind of shut her down. Yeah. In like, front of you her like mom. this house. You like this money. Yeah. That, how do you think we got that? You know. And so. After that, you're thinking, uh, not that she's, uh, you know, a wallflower or a shrinking violet. Yeah. But they're definitely reestablishing her as like a mama bear. Yeah. Especially when uh, Kalamita showed up and she pulled the shotgun out. Right. And this one where she, you know, she's kind of taking charge a little bit with uh, Ethel Rita's mom. Yeah. But, um, she, yeah, it's like she's a tough cookie, but she's not stupid. Right. She. Well, she is kind of stupid in that when she challenges Loy a little bit, but she knows when she's lost. She yeah. knows when she's needs to back down. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. 
Christine. Do we have that in our marriage? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like this house? Yeah. I don't know when to back down. Are you kidding me? No. Back to the uh, Etherita and her mom. Yeah. If that's Evie, our daughter. Oh, man. And she's 17. Yeah. And there's some boy sniffing around. Yeah. Who's, yeah, you know, he, he, he comes from a bad family. He's yeah. no good. Yeah. Not that he's no good because he comes from a bad family, but, you know, he might be flirting around with the criminal stuff. What do you, what do you say to her at that Oof, point? That's a tough one. I mean, like I said, I think the more you tell her not to, the more she's going to want to do that. I would hope that I have raised her to make good choices for herself and to see that for herself, to have her eyes open to how people really are and what they're doing, you know, and hopefully she would choose good in that situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the more you forbid her to see somebody or date somebody, the more she's going to want to. And I think, I think you're right. I think there's a way to do that. My theory is uh, if it's our daughter and it's that type of guy, you know, a possible criminal dad, family's definitely in the criminal world. Mm -hmm. I think you sit down and tell her like, look, uh, you can get in trouble by dealing with this guy. Sure. You could get arrested. Sure. Um, I don't want to see you get in jail or get hurt. Sure. Um, but daddy, I love him. <laughs> uh, I so don't want to deal with that. I right know, now. right? Like it seems so like, ooh, I'm dreading that. I don't want to deal with it. Oh, it's a long time even, from now. <laughs> I don't even want to hypothetically deal with that. I know. I want to wait until I actually have to. And when I have to, then I will. Oh, I don't know. I feel like but we I don't should think, be prepared. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the way to go is, like you said, the you are banned from seeing this young man. Yeah. I think the the play is more like this guy is bad news. You can date him, but you're going to get in trouble. I don't want you to get hurt. You need to be smart. Well, and hopefully and maybe go see Darren. He's got a nice job at the uh wood wood mill. Oh, but Darren the does it. Darren is not cute to her. Then she- I will go to Darren and tell him go get a leather jacket. Here's and a, a motorcycle. Used, here's a used motorcycle. Yeah. You know, don't call my daughter a bitch. But once in a while, I'm just kind of like, give her the little shoulder shrug, whatever. Okay? She needs, they want a little bit of the bad boy. Don't be too good. Be good. Don't be too good. Uh, You know, man, I don't know. Because you do have to let your kids make some mistakes. They're going to. Right. That's how they learn. If you shield them, forbid them, whatever. Eventually, they're probably going to go and do that thing anyway. Maybe they're just five years older or, you know, with a different, maybe worse criminal person. But maybe it's different if you know the kid and his family is in the criminal world. Maybe you do have to say, no, you can't date him. I don't know. I feel like we should do a good enough job preemptively yeah, yeah. to where she doesn't show interest in those types of characters, right. you know, or those types of people. I mean, so it's all on me because she needs to have a good relationship with me right? <laughs> and me. It's can't, both. Well, I, I can't be giving her daddy issues because that'll reflect on the dude she dates. Right. Yeah, well, She doesn't need mother ones either. So that's a whole different thing. You yeah. know, it, 
we just have to make sure that we do it right, I think. Anyway, back to Fargo. And hope there's no mob families around yeah, us. Yeah, right. Yeah. Although Kansas City's not that far. True. Uh, is there I, is there still a mob today? Like in general? There, yeah, like are there still cri- organized crime be. families, right? There, I think there is. I think there is. I think they don't Do you think you've as, ever come across anybody like not knowingly maybe? I don't want to say any names. Oh, yeah. But I know a guy who has connections. Okay. All yeah. right. And Ooh, he, he, he jokes about it. He jokes about it, but I, I think he actually knows some some guys. Really, some wise guys. Ooh, yeah, I, th- I think I might know who you're talking about, but yeah. we'll but, talk off, off yeah, air. Right. So <laughs> Fargo, um, uh, season four, episode eight. Love that Cadillac. I didn't. You didn't see much of the Cadillac. Not though. much. I just saw Lloyd getting out of it, and you're like, "Is that your car?" I'm like, yeah. "Yes, yes, it is. It's a beautiful blue. I don't know what color that blue paint is, but somebody knows." Please fill me in. I thought this episode was exciting and yeah. had some great moments and set pieces, but uh, just some of it just narratively didn't make sense. Well, and there's some shortcuts writing-wise. Let's see if it pulls it all together. You know, who knows what's in store, what they're setting up for. You right. know, maybe maybe it'll make more sense later, you know. All right. We'll see. Let's wrap this puppy up. All right. That's going to do it for us on Married With Channels. Uh, Join us for more TV talk shows people are watching that we're watching. And subscribe to the podcast and give us a good rating if you could on your podcast provider. want to thank you to, thanks to Honey for sponsoring this damn podcast. Thanks, Honey. Go to joinhoney.com now and sign up. Save money. Save money. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to Married with Channels. My name is Moose. I'm Jody. Bye. Bye.